Hello everyone, welcome to season two of Let's Have a Moment. I know some of you may have thought that I would never be back, but I am, I'm back and I am so excited. The last time we spoke, so much of my life was kind of like on full speed. I had just moved into my apartment, I had just got a new job and the last few months I've just been settling into my life I guess like just settling into this new chapter where everything at first felt extremely new but now a few months later I definitely feel like I have a sense of routine and I I'm just in such a different place and I am so excited to be back and getting back into the swing of things with the podcast because it's about time I've gotten so many messages and requests wondering when I'd be back and I'm you know I do want to apologize for the time it took but I really needed a moment to adjust and I think that making a pause in certain spaces of my life is what I needed and now I feel like I can come back and be like so much stronger and so much better not just with the show but really within myself as well but my job is going really well. I've traveled a bit in the last few months. I went to Mexico. I went to Texas. I went to South Carolina. I went to Europe. And I really just took some time to just be myself and not have to worry about anything in terms of like, I, I don't know. I, I was It's weird because I was worried about my job, but then when I wasn't worried about my job, I was like, okay, like I need to travel. I need to go to all these places and do all these things. And that's what I've been doing. That's kind of like a sloppy update of my life so far. Um, but I want to I wanna go through this episode and really make it really broad. Uh, the title of this episode is I Feel Beautiful Whenever I'm Kind to Myself. And I knew that when I got back into the swing of things with the show, I knew I wanted to open up with this because there were moments where I was like, what am I doing with my life if not pursuing the show, pursuing the podcast, which makes me really happy and gives me a sense of purpose and also connects me with people that I know enjoy me and I know that if I were to meet each and every one of you I would enjoy each and every one of you as well and like it just feels like such a safe space to me and there were moments while I was away that I felt a little bit guilty or a little bit behind and I was like what am I doing with my life if not this and every time that that thought would sneak into my mind I would always just remind myself that like it's okay to take a break it's okay to kind of like pause and figure things out and reminding myself of that each time really put me in a position to create gratitude for the show and to be able to like step back into it with grace and almost like a sense of renewal and I don't think that that would have happened if I didn't spend each time thinking about my doubts and replacing them with it's okay like it's okay to take a break it's okay to kind of like take a step back and I kind of have just in the last few months I've applied that to so many areas of my life like I stopped dating for a while um and I 
was kind of like every once in a while I'd be like, well, you know, I'm, I'm not getting any younger. Like I'm 27 and like I've been single for two years and I would immediately, um, you know, I would immediately like tell myself like, no, it's like, it's okay. Like, it's okay to take a break from dating. I don't fucking feel like it. You know, like why would I continue to do something that I don't feel like doing right now in this moment when I'm just not prepared for it? And granted, my thoughts on the show weren't like that. My thoughts on the show were like, when I'm ready to go back onto the show, when I'm ready to start hosting again, I will. But for now, like I feel so burnt out in other areas of my life that I'm just not able to put my best foot forward. Whereas with the dating, it was just like, I really didn't feel like it. Like the thought of getting dressed and meeting a perfect stranger and going to dinner with them and like almost like performing on the first date and being in my best mood. It just wasn't something that I was capable of doing until now. And I think that because every time I asked myself like I'm not I'm like I'm not getting any younger like when you know when am I going to go back into dating when am I going to get back into it I would respond to myself and say like I don't feel like it I don't feel like it right now and now that I kind of feel like it I only feel that the reason I even am interested in doing it all over again is because I've constantly reinforced my brain that it's okay to take a break it's okay to stop it's okay to pause and I had a like a shower epiphany about this, about these two aspects of my life and the way that I would respond to my brain about them by saying, you know, that's an act of kindness. It's an act of kindness to yourself when you can admit to yourself that you're kind of slowing down in certain areas of your life and admit in the same breath that it's okay. It's okay to take a break. I think for so many of us, we have like a performance anxiety of like, if I'm not doing enough, then I'm nothing. Like if I'm not waking up every day and going to the gym every single day, then I'm lazy. If I'm not dating as much as possible, then I'm going to be single forever. Like we kind of like put all this pressure on ourselves to make sure we're doing the most. And in the end, how could we possibly be fully happy in our lives if it's that stressful like if we're constantly perpetuating this stress onto ourselves it really is an act of kindness to say like i'm i need to i need to chill and this is also something that i've applied with something that happened to me recently and and i'm i'm so happy to talk about it I had a video go viral on TikTok. Um, If you guys don't follow me on TikTok, I am a lot funnier (laughs) on TikTok. I'm a lot more candid. I'm a lot more loud and like, if you want to follow me on TikTok, you'll see what I'm talking about. But like on TikTok, I really am just like really out there. And um, that's a whole other story. I'll get into that tangent later, but For now, um, I'll say that on TikTok, I had a video go viral. And if you guys are familiar with the way that I see dating and the way that I view love, it's very much like this idealistic view. And I don't plan on changing my view or my outlook on love because I know that the love that I want exists because of the way that I love. And so the way that I perceive love and the way that I perceive that my future partner would view me is as his wife 
And I've always said that I've always been very honest about that. I think that the way that somebody treats you is reflective of how they see you. And so for me, my ideal partner, my future husband, for example, is going to treat me like I am the sun, the moon, and the stars. The reason I believe this is because I will be treating my partner in that same way, right? So I vocalized that in a TikTok and I basically said like, I want my future husband to see me and immediately know like that's my wife. Like immediately know like that's the that's the woman I want to get to know because that's the woman I could see myself spending the rest of my life with. And I think like if you don't know me or if you just do not think that way at all, that could seem a little bit crazy. And I get it. You know, I understand that the way that I perceive love is not the way that other people do. And that is totally fine and that's why you are in your shoes and I am in my own and the way that we view love has nothing to do with one another right the way that I view love will not affect the way that you see love and vice versa and so whenever I posted this um for the first million views <laughs> um the comments were extremely supportive and they were full of both men and women validating my opinion Right. A lot of men in the comments would be like, that's how I saw my wife. And the thing about it is that like the way I'm thinking, it's not that unique. A lot of people have the same outlook on love. And I realized that when I made this video, because again, the comments were were like that. There were there were women admitting that like that's how my husband sees me and it's been 20 years. That's how I saw my wife when I first saw her in the gym, like all these comments were full of these beautiful stories and then somebody stitched it and the person that stitched it was um a man who's anonymous like he doesn't show his face on tiktok and he basically does stitches of other women his page is just full of stitches of other women that's all his content is and he basically berates them. So in my instance, he took my video and he was like, yeah, you can, what he said was kind of like, yeah, you can think that way if you're the dream girl and you're a 10 out of 10, but you're a four. And he basically like went after my looks, right? That in and of itself wouldn't hurt me, right? Because I know that to me, I am beautiful, right? To the people that love me, I am beautiful. To the man that will eventually marry me, I am beautiful, right? And to me, most importantly, to me, to, to myself, I am beautiful and I feel beautiful and I love how I am and I love how I look and I'm comfortable in that, you know? And I've also earned that opinion of myself because I've worked through so much in the 27 years that I've been alive, right? But what really got me was when his video went viral. So his video of that stitch of me also went viral. So we have two viral videos. All of the men in his comments who were ripping me to shreds also came onto my page, my TikTok, my Instagram, and also ripped me to shreds. And when you're getting inundated with all this hate, I think it's very natural and organic for any person going through that to get a little down and like feel feel ugly, you know, even for even if it's just for a moment. And I really needed to step into a space in my head where while 
I was hurt and I could acknowledge that this was upsetting me, I could at the same time acknowledge that the way somebody views me has nothing to do with me. And the same can be applied to you. What somebody thinks of you is none of your business. And I think that for us, that's a difficult thing to adjust to, especially in the moment, because somebody's coming after you, right? Like they're coming after your looks, they're coming after your intelligence, they're coming after everything about you, and they don't even know you. And it's very normal for that to have an effect on you. But the way that you overcome that is not by digging a hole deeper and believing some of the things that they're saying. It's by saying, how you feel about me has nothing to do with me. It's not going to change the fact that I love me and the people that know me love me. And I don't really care what you have to say about me because there will never come a time where you will be in my life and there will never come a time where you will be the person that like lays their head next to mine when I go to bed. When I go to bed at night, I go to bed just me, myself, and I, and I'm happy to wake up in the skin that I'm in. And that's enough for me. And so therefore, I don't need you to validate any part of my existence because you're not in it. I really had to like exercise this. And it was like one of the first times in my adult life where people were coming after my looks. Like the last time I ever had this type of like bullying I was like in middle school you know so it was so interesting to compare how I would have reacted in middle school versus how how I reacted now like in my adulthood and it goes back to that concept where I feel beautiful whenever I'm kind to myself and I would just tell myself like no like you are a beautiful person you're a beautiful woman not just on not just looks wise but like you're empathetic you're compassionate you're aware you're intelligent you're articulate like all the things that I have come to be isn't by chance it's not by coincidence it's not by luck everything that I am everything that you are you've earned you're here for a reason. You're here because you put yourself in this space to become. And there is so much pride in that. There's so much gratitude to be had when you think of yourself in that way. It's almost like, you know, we go through these heartbreaks and we go through these like betrayals, like with our friends and our partners and like our ex-boyfriends and like, they happen for so many reasons. But I also think that the main reason is them happening so that you can develop further into the person you're meant to be. And that is the definition of courage and that is the definition of hard work. I I read a quote that really shifted so much in my mind about about this situation when I was getting cyber bullied essentially and the quote comes from Fiona Apple she was talking to a magazine about um, sexual abuse that she had endured as a child and while I could never identify with that experience and it's really terrible the quote that she mentions in it is 
beyond powerful. And the quote is, how much strength does it take to hurt a little girl? How much strength does it take for that little girl to heal? Who is stronger? And when I read that, while I can see how that applies to such a terrible experience, I also feel like that applies to so much of the pain that women go through outside of sexual abuse as well. Because it's true, like a million people online can bully you and hurt you. But it takes so much more strength to overcome those words and overcome that experience and heal and be able to see those words again and not let it affect you and not let it completely consume your self-perception. And this online experience really made me so much stronger and it put me in a position to almost feel like I was invincible and like I don't care what you have to say about me because what I have to say about myself is more important and I just want you guys to know that as well like anytime you're in the face of adversity the way that you win is not by getting back at people the way that you win is by being kind to yourself when the world feels like it's being unkind to you every night during that experience before i would go to bed i would tell myself i'm funny i'm smart i'm kind i'm aware i'm connected i'm loved and i am beautiful like i would tell myself that every single night And by the end of the week, like, that was it. Like, I was good to go. Nothing, nothing that these weird little men online could say about me would have any effect on me. And this leans into my most recent experience with being (laughs) almost bullied online um, was, again, on TikTok, I made a video about my ex-boyfriend and how I had to deal with his dry back for years and I hated it and it was just a funny video and I never mentioned him by name but I did make that story I I did say that story and my TikTok is full of funny stories that have nothing to do with my ex they're full of funny stories in general funny opinions they're a side of me that is a big part of who I am like I am a fool like I'm literally like I like to make people laugh I say funny things they're not that serious and so I made that video and that was it like that was the end of it I made the video moving on no no problem and two weeks ago I get a a screenshot sent to me and it's his Instagram and this man went on his stories and said that um, I am extremely pathetic because I talk about him on my TikTok and that I'm obsessed with him, right? And I know that that's not true. You know what I mean? Like, I know that that's not true. My friends and family know that that's not true. And there would have been a time where I would have outwardly reacted to that. But I realized that like, I don't care what this man has to say about me. It's irrelevant to me if I need to prove that he's not being, like, he's not saying the truth. Like, 
that has nothing to do with me. Like, I don't care. Like, if you think that I am obsessed, right? That's your opinion of me and that has nothing to do with me. And I pulled from that experience with the TikTok that went viral on that guy's page. And I basically said, like, I don't have anything to prove. Not only do I not have anything to prove, but I think when I looked at that, I thought, that is crazy to me that this person can be so angry at me to the point where they would make this story on their Instagram when there is not a singular chance at all of me having a similar reaction if he were to do something. There is no chance in hell, right, that that man could ever elicit that level of reaction out of me. And I think that there's so much power in that, is knowing that I am so comfortable in my truth, I'm so comfortable in who I am, and I'm so comfortable with where I've come that I don't feel the need to prove myself to him or to anybody about that situation. To me, that relationship is just a fun thing to laugh at at this point, you know? And guys, there's so much strength in that. Like, there was a time in the in the months following that breakup, in the year maybe, just the year actually, not even the months, the years, where I wouldn't be able to like get through a story without like completely breaking down. And here I am two years later making a funny TikTok about his back and like laughing my ass off about it. And I love that. Like I love that I've gotten to a place where I can do that because there was a time where that felt like impossible to me. I've been so open with my healing journey. I've been so open with who I am and I've been so open with how much it took for me to get to this point. And the reason I've been that open is because it's been very healing for me. It's been very healing for me to talk about this experience, talk about a lot of experiences in my life. Like. If there's one thing about me, it's that I'm an open book. And I remember like when I when I initially went through that experience, I was open from day one and somebody asked me like, why do you like, why do you post about that? And my answer was because this is my life, like this is my life. And I feel like by addressing these things and talking about them I'm honoring that part of my life I'm being I'm staying connected to my existence I think for so many of us like life is just constantly moving forward and we don't take a moment to just like stop and like connect with what is going on like where we're going and who we've left behind and and things like that for me I don't want to look back 10 years from now and feel like I didn't do anything with the experiences that I had. And that's why I make my little videos. And that's why I make my TikToks. And that's why I have a podcast. Because this feels authentic to me and who I am. And all this to say that sometimes it'll rub people the wrong way. And sometimes it'll rub people the wrong way so much so that they have to go online and they have to vocalize their discomfort. But in the end... 
that has nothing to do with me. And so if you find yourself in a position where you feel like somebody is criticizing you and coming after you, the way to defeat that is by staying kind to yourself, staying authentic to who you are, staying true to what you feel you're comfortable with and to hell with everything else. Yeah, I guess that's like my motto now. My motto is I feel beautiful whenever I'm kind to myself. Like that's my motto. And it feels so fitting, you know? I don't want to I don't want to let my ex-boyfriend, right? Or anybody from my past make me feel uncomfortable in my present. I don't want to let anybody online who has no idea who I am affect who I am. And the way that I combat both of those things is by staying kind to myself. Because I know who I am. And you know who you are. And even if you don't know exactly who you are and you don't know exactly where you're going, I think one of the best ways to get to those areas is by staying kind to yourself. Like every time that you want to take a break, be like, okay, you know what? I, I, can, I deserve to take a break. And then I'm going to get back out there. Somebody says something nasty to you, you can admit to yourself, I know the truth. I know who I am. I know what my intentions were. Those moments where you stay kind and like give yourself that empathy, that's an act of self-love. And the more that you pour into your self-love, the more eligible you are to like get to the life that you do want, the life that you do deserve, the love that you do deserve. I am so grateful for all, all of your patience while I was taking this hiatus. I really needed it and I really did so much um, outside of my podcast. You know, like I, like I said, I traveled and I got more comfortable in my job and I kind of took a break from dating and I, you know, I just did things that just like felt right for me and I'm looking forward to stepping back into this space better than ever and I just want you all to know that I'm so grateful for you all. I'm so grateful for the patience and the kindness and yeah, I'm really excited for season two. We have a really fun season ahead of us and if you guys are ready to start submitting back to the show, you can. I'll leave all the descriptions um, or like the instructions, I'm sorry, of where to submit to the show in the description below. And I look forward to being back. So thank you guys so much and I'll catch you in the next one.